Hello and welcome to the Empowerment Project podcast with me, your host, Katrina Sabrin. A few years ago, I found myself in a really dark and negative place, having no clue what my purpose or identity was outside of being a mum. I was unemployed, depressed, lacked confidence and had no self-esteem and had no clear path for my future. The world of mindset and manifestation came along when I needed it the most and my life did a complete 360. I manifested my dream house, marriage and discovered my purpose and calling and live a life that I truly love. Now I make it my mission to share my teachings and experiences to empower you to have your very own transformation. From this podcast, you can expect simple strategies, practices and tools that will give you the confidence, belief and mindset to create the life of your dreams. Hello my loves and welcome back to another episode of the Empowerment Project podcast. Today we are on episode 35, how to get unstuck in 2024. I'm your host Katrina Sabrin and I'm preparing this episode on a very wintry day. It's actually the day of the, the first day of the winter solstice. Um, It's really the type of day where you literally just want to stay cozy up indoors. However, my kids broke up from school last Friday and we are all itching just to get out. If that makes sense, if that makes sense, like I just feel like we need to get out and get some fresh air and yeah, just get a bit of exercise. So I've actually woken up with a slight sore, uh, slight sore throat, but on the whole, I feel actually really good. And to be honest, I'm really counting my blessings with my health at the moment. Like it is generally really good. There have been so many illnesses around at the moment. Like every time I speak to someone, they're like, oh, I've been ill for weeks. It's just really taking it out of me. I'm on antibiotics. Like they've been really, really, really poorly. And this really made me reflect on my own health and how much it's truly transformed. So I used to be that type of person who would always get whatever was going around. And then I would be wiped out for weeks. I'd be on back to back antibiotics. I remember my friends would always say, Cat, God, you're always so ill. <laughs> because I was, I was always so ill. So this year has been a huge turning point for me. My health journey has played a huge part in my overall journey. And been, and to be honest, my health today as it stands has been the best it has ever been. I've been thinking that I wanted to start sharing my views around natural health and the things that have really worked for me because it all I feel like it is it it's all really really important and I can't have one without the other. So I need to add that by no means am I a health guru or qualified in nutrition or health in any way. But I know what has worked for me and the things that have dramatically improved my health in terms of eating cleaner, eating real food, reducing my use of toxic products in my home and on my skin and on my body, managing my stress, um, using herbs and foods to heal myself, biohacking, getting out in nature, meditation, yoga and moving my body. So leading a life that feels really good isn't just about mindset. Our bodies are firmly in, sorry, yeah, our bodies are firmly intertwined too. So our mind and our bodies are one and we can't neglect either. I believe that in order to live a whole and fulfilling life, we need healthy, strong minds and bodies. And for me, making changes to the things that I eat, embracing natural health, choosing to live a healthier lifestyle and making small swaps and changes have made a massive impact over time. 
So one of the things that I have noticed that have had quite a big impact is removing starchy carbs from my diet. So we're actually advised by the NHS that a third of our diet should be starchy carbohydrates, such as rice, pasta, bread, cereals. And if I'm honest, this makes zero sense to me. Starchy carbs are in effect sugar once they're absorbed into the gut. And they'll obviously spike your insulin. So I noticed that when I was eating bread, pasta, rice and cereals, I felt terrible. I felt sluggish. I felt bloated. My energy levels would crash. And I would, it literally set me off on a spiral craving sugar. Like I generally didn't feel, didn't feel well, didn't feel that good. My stomach would be so, so painful as well. And if you start to look at the labels, there are so many unnecessary chemicals and oil, inflammatory oils, such as rapeseed and vegetable and sunflower oils, along with obviously all the added sugar that they add to these foods. So when I removed these things from my diet and instead stuck to sourdough bread, white and sweet potatoes, I didn't feel like that sluggish. My energy levels were quite stable and I didn't have that crash. Um, and also I don't have that painful, um, bloated feeling within my tummy. And I actually done an experiment where I thought, do you know what? <laughs> like I was sitting there, my family were eating like spag bowl with pasta, and I was like, oh, let's move my sourdough bread. But to be honest, I'll have that as my as my carb or potatoes, like I've said. And I thought, let me just try putting them back in my diet. Because people were saying, oh, do you know what? You really do need carbs in your diet. So I added them back into my diet, and what happened? I felt like crap. So the proof is in the pudding. If it's making me feel rubbish, I'm not going to continue to put these things in my body. And the difference was enough for me to remove them altogether. So like I said, I'm not a nutrition I'm not a nutritionist, but I pay attention to how my body responds and feels after I've eat, after I eat and drink certain things. And that is enough to tell me what is good for me and what is not. Does it work for everybody? I'm not saying it does. However, it works for me. Does anyone else recognise that certain foods make them feel rubbish? If they do, if you do, send me a DM and let me know if you've made any lifestyle changes recently by contacting me on my social media. I'd love to hear what is working for you. I feel like I've learned so much from other people sharing, what, sharing um, their journeys and what works for them. And that's obviously how we learn. Anyway, moving on to today's episode, um, a few weeks ago, I did an episode where I spoke about all the things that kept me stuck. And I thought, you know what, today would be a really good day to do an episode on all of the things that you can do to get unstuck in 2024. So the things that you can do that can elevate your growth, expand your confidence, raise your self-esteem, improve your success, increase your happiness, and improve your life in general in 2024. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. So the first thing, start counting chemicals and stop counting calories. This is a quote that I read from the lovely Davinia Taylor. She's a biohacker um, who's really into natural um, health and nutrition, and she's used it to heal her body. Um, she's amazing. And I read this quote um, that she speaks about quite regularly in her book, and it basically means that if you started eating real food and began to consciously prioritize real food over processed food your health would be would benefit so much that you wouldn't actually need to keep counting calories. I mean, I hate I hated counting calories. I spent years doing it. So many of the foods that are marketed as low fat either have a ton of sugar or full of crappy artificial uh, sweeteners and ingredients that have been added to them to actually make them, make them taste nice because obviously the fat makes the food taste nice. But these things like the added artificial sweeteners and the added sugar are obviously terrible for our health. I actually say now that sugar is more addictive than cocaine and obviously we know this responsible for disease in the body, inflammation in the body. It is, it's, it's a very dangerous um, substance but it's just massively underplayed I believe because Let's face it, the food industry is just 
it's it's crazy it is absolutely crazy if you could even call it food Anyway, I used to be someone who avoided fat like the plague, and I would always opt for low-fat everything, like low-fat spreads. Oh, God, honestly, it makes me cringe. I'd have Diet Coke. I'd have those low-fat yogurts. I'd have the 5% fat in my meat. I'd always opt for low-fat. Now, it's the complete opposite in my house, and we go for full-fat cheese, milk, fattier cuts of meat, which are far healthier than the low-fat versions. And will give your body so much more um, nutritional nutrition, and it's going to aid and support your your body rather than just filling it with just artificial crap. The next thing, move your body more. I don't care how. Find something that you enjoy, be it walking, running, yoga, or a sport, and do it more often. I don't work out solely because of how it makes my body look anymore. I work out because how it makes me feel. Not only does it increase your endorphins and release hormones that act as a natural antidepressant, but it also raises your vibration too. There are so many benefits that I could be here all day listing them. Find something that works for you. It could be getting off the bus to stop earlier or taking the stairs instead of the lift, walking to the shops instead of popping to the corner shop in the car. Like how many times did you just jump in the car to drive like two minutes down the road to the corner shop? Start walking. I love a morning walk in nature and it truly sets up my day. Try to focus more on the present moment. There is no point in constantly focusing on the past and the things you can't change and then berating and beating yourself up. This can actually lead to depression. On the flip side, when we focus too much on the future, the what ifs and the things that may never even happen, we can experience anxiety. So in both instances, try to bring yourself back to the present moment. There is a quick grounding exercise that you can do to help um, ground you and bring back calm and equilibrium to the body. And it's really simple and easy to do. You focus on five things that you can see, four things that you can touch, two things that you can smell, and one thing that you can taste. And this will shift shift feelings of stress and anxiety and bring the body and mind back to a state of calm. Give it a try next time you're experiencing stress or anxiety. Stop letting your limiting beliefs hold you back and realize that your belief pattern is just a story that you've basically been affirming to yourself over and over and over. It does not mean that it is fact. So if you're telling yourself you're not good enough, you're not worthy of love, and this is stopping you from finding a loving relationship, for example, stop and ask yourself, if I was to ask 100 people if this was a fact, would they agree? Of course they wouldn't because it isn't a conclusive fact, okay? Really start to analyze and challenge any belief patterns that are not serving you and ask yourself, what could you choose to believe instead that is going to support and empower you? Start to implement self-care practices. You deserve to take time for yourself and to recharge. You can't pour from an empty cup. If you feel resistance to prioritizing yourself, look at it this way. If you actually made time for yourself, you will find that you can show up as a better partner, mother, father, friend in your job or in your business when you've taken that time to prioritize self-care. If you're on the verge of burnout and exhaustion, you won't be much help to anybody. Start to implement the things that you learn and read. Reading and learning is great, but if you never implement or take action on the things that you're learning, nothing actually changes. So I think about how many books that you've read. I mean, I'm, I love reading, but if I don't stop and think about, okay, how can I take, from, take the things I've learned in this book and actually implement them in my own life, it's all pretty pointless. Get outside of your comfort zone. Nothing ever grows there. 
Anything new will feel uncomfortable at first and can bring feelings of fear and inadequacy. But if you stick it over time, those feelings are going to disappear. Confidence is not something that you are. It's something that you build up over time by, by, by becoming competent and by repetition and practice. Okay, so those things are going to build that competence. So stick with it as much as possible. And over time, the things that you really feel will feel so much easier. Think about something that you try that when you tried for the first time, it felt difficult or uncomfortable. I mean, I look back on when I was learning to drive and I honestly felt like a fish out of water. I had to really think about every single step and it felt so scary. I was terrified. I literally, at first, when I first learned to drive, I would not drive on my own without my ex sitting next to me in the car. I just refused to do it. Now, I'd like to say that I'm a very competent and confident driver as I've been doing it for years. And a lot of the time I jump in my car without even thinking about it. Stop saying yes to things that you want to say no to. Now, there are obvious things that we don't feel like doing, okay, but we have to do, such as pay our bills and taxes. The things I'm talking about are the things like agreeing to take on extra work for your boss once again, when you're not even getting any overtime or being paid or rewarded for it. Or saying no to the friend who asked to borrow money again, even though you're still waiting for them to pay you back from the last two times you borrowed the money. Setting clear and firm boundaries are really important in expressing and setting the tone for how you let others treat you and what you will and will not tolerate. On a self-conscious level, on a subconscious level, sorry, the boundaries that you set represent how strong your self-esteem and self-worth are. I know so many of you that struggle with people-pleasing behaviours and are not setting boundaries out of guilt or fear. And if this is you, I actually recorded a podcast specifically about this topic, which goes really in, in depth. It's a brilliant, it's a brilliant episode, even if I do say, say so myself. You can find it by searching episode 19, Boundaries Unvowed, Navigating Life with Healthy Limits. Stop ignoring your intuition and follow your gut instinct. Animals are great at using their senses and intuition. And back in the caveman days, we would have been too, as our survival depended heavily on this. However, over the years, we have become more and more disconnected to our very own internal GPS system that we have within us, which is basically our intuition and our internal guidance. We ignore this intuition. We don't trust ourselves enough to follow it. We have so much external stimulus that we've gotten so used to seeking answers outside of ourselves, and we no longer recognize that the answer to so many things that we need to know actually lie inside us. That's where we can find the answers. So the next time you need guidance or an answer to a question, or maybe you have a decision to make, but you feel unsure, instead of quickly jumping to get answers or validation from everyone else around you, take some time and just sit with the question, okay? Let it, just sit there and ponder it. Play out both options in your mind and let your body guide you to the right choice or answer for you. So how can you actually tell what exactly you should be looking out for? So a warning or something that isn't right for you could feel like a knot in your stomach, a sinking feeling, tightening in your chest, sweaty palms or muscle tightness. And if something is right for you, it could feel like butterflies in your stomach, an opening in your heart chakra area, a sense of calm, calmness or clarity or a deep knowing that something is truly meant for you. Making life decisions based on a need for external validation as opposed to what you really want in life. 
Now, I've spoken about how my earlier career choices, which was basically corporate life in the city, was because I was seeking external validation from others, which came from a place of needing to be respected and also to make my parents proud. When in fact, this career choice was never really one that was completely aligned for with my purpose or my passions. When you're making a decision, be it a career or business choice, shopping purchases, or even decisions around choosing a life partner, ask yourself, is this actually what I want? Is it truly what I want? Or have I made this decision based on a need for external validation and based on how other people or how I want other people to perceive me? Start investing in yourself. Your mind is the most valuable asset that you own. It has the ability to either create a dream life or keep you stuck in a life you really don't enjoy. Your mind creates value and your va- and value creates wealth. So it's a no-brainer to invest in one of the things that you'll always own and that no one can ever take away from you. Your mind will always give you the best return on investment. Stop believing that the government has your best interest at heart and do your own research, especially around health, what you consume and the guidelines that you are told to follow. Be open to natural and holistic remedies instead of instantly jumping to pharma meds that often come with a long list of potential side effects. If you've been diagnosed with an illness, be open to researching other ways that you can help support your body. I was told that a dermoid tumour that I had could only be removed via surgery and this was my only option and despite this I completely healed my body. I cured my own depression and anxiety despite being told that I needed intensive therapy. I'm extremely active even though I have um, disc and spine um, diagnoses. My own dad reversed his diabetes so just be open to natural remedies, holistic practices, herbs and foods that can actually heal and support your body. Start believing that your dreams and desires are actually possible for you. You wouldn't have a dream in your heart if it wasn't truly meant for you. It's never too late to start to chase your dreams. You're far more likely to regret the things that you didn't go after rather than the things that you did at the end of your life. Give yourself permission to start to get clarity on your dreams and desires. What do they look like? How do you want to feel? What exactly is your vision? Try to get as clear as possible. You wouldn't just jump in a car with no idea of your end destination. And this is the first step to making your dreams your reality. And finally, switch off the news. You'll be shown a very one-sided, doom and gloom view of the world, which is portrayed in an awful light. I refuse to watch it and I haven't done so for many, many years. And my life is so much better for it. The things I've spoken about today, if implemented, have the ability to change your life in 2024. Don't feel like you have to go and do all of them because that is going to feel really overwhelming and you just won't stick to anything. Instead, you could set an intention just to change one or two things or just take one thing on board for 2024. It's the small incremental consistent changes over time that can lead to big results. Let me know what you're committed to doing in 2024 in order to get unstuck. I'm going to have to love you and leave you now, guys. Have the best week. Until next week, love and light as always. Take care. Bye-bye. Do you want more abundance in 2024? Are you ready to make 2024 your year with more abundance? Do you want a better love life? Do you want to improve your health? Do you want to increase your wealth? Maybe you want to expand in, in your career then you need my 2024 Elevate Coaching Call, a strategic coaching call for an abundant 2024. 
My 90-minute coaching call is your key to reflecting on 2023, gaining, gaining clarity, setting clear intentions, and crafting a solid plan to make your dreams a reality. What's inside? We're going to deep dive and do a deep reflection on 2023. We're going to visualize and prioritize your dream vision for 2024. We're going to set aligned intentions for tangible success. And we're going to uncover and overcome obstacles with resilient strategies. There are limited spots available. Reserve yours now for just 149. Don't just dream, take action and DM me to book your call now for just 149. I'll see you on the other side.